You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Cleary. Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back here on the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick and Rico with you. Feel free to add to the conversation all show long, 402-464-5685. The Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Starter Hammond Text Line, both those open for you guys. Also, hit us up on the video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter as well. Let's head into the Honda Lincoln Hotline where we're joined for a, one time, and it seems like it's been quite a while, by Jacob Padilla of Hale Varsity. Jacob? It's good to have you back on. How's life been, man? It's been pretty busy. Uh, a lot of spring basketball coaching-wise, but uh, uh, we're on a break now. They, they get to go hang out with their oh, high cool. school programs in June, so now cool. I just get to sit back and watch. Okay, so I'll, I'll, be the, I'll be the first to admit for myself personally, I, I don't understand necessarily, maybe this is because I didn't grow up playing basketball, but how, how active the AAU circuit is. Is that what this whole spring basketball thing, is it part of AAU like explain explain how active it is in in Nebraska, I guess. Yeah, so basically, what how it works is um, the day after the state tournament uh, is most tryouts for programs. Oh, okay. And then you you play in the spring, um, four or five tournaments, however many, um, and then they get a break in June where you go and kids play with their high schools. So there'll be summer leagues and camps and stuff all throughout the, the month of June. And then in July, you get back with your, your AU teams and um, play four more weekends uh, of tournaments there. So um, a lot of basketball for kids to play in the summer, in the spring and summer. That's where, that's where the bulk of recruiting happens, right? It's not necessarily with high school teams. But the bulk of recruiting happens on the AAU circuit, right? Yeah, definitely, especially uh, for the Division One guys, like the, the live period. There are only certain weeks where coaches can actually be in the gym watching okay. Uh, and those are um, huge. Those those are the biggest tournaments. Uh, the Peach Jam, I'm sure, is uh, probably the, the most well known tournament for the EYBL yeah. in July. Um, but it's um, that, that's kind of how it works. You go from there, and then um, that's kind of where you, you, kids try to jump on the uh, on the radar and impress coaches and everything, and then can follow along. Obviously, your high school stuff plays a part of it, and coaches can go out during the season and watch high schools too. But what the, the summer ball provides is an opportunity to see a bunch of high-level kids in the same place competing against each other. So it's it's more convenient for, for coaches to, okay. to recruit during the summer and things like that. that makes and then sense. lower levels, like NAIA, those in Division Two, like those coaches, they pretty much go year-round. Yeah. They're able to go whatever they want to for the most part, so they can go to all the, the non-live period tournaments, and they can go to – practices they can go to high school games all that type of stuff what what's the exposure level like in the state of nebraska because or or do these guys have to you know go to tournaments outside of the state to get the best exposure it's a mix um and again it it depends on kind of what level of recruit you are and um where you're playing we gotcha uh, last last year we had uh uh an event of the the three ssb the adidas circuit was here, I guess, technically over in Council Bluffs, but yeah. Omaha hosted it. Um, and so that was a big deal. So you had some of the, the biggest coaches and um, like basically everybody you want to name, they were here uh, in the cool. Omaha Metro watching kids play last uh, last spring, I believe it was. Um, so like you got events like that. And then River Cities is the first one in July. 
Um, basically, that's it's not a live period, but all the area NAIA Division II, um, everybody from around the area, um, coaches will be kind of there w- watching those games because it includes a lot of the, the best uh, programs from Nebraska. Um, and then you also have, like again, you've got the shoe circuit teams that play, whether it's the, the top level, like the Nebraska Supreme is playing on the Under Armour uh, Association. You've got the ETG and OSA teams are playing on the Adidas Gold, which is the second level Adidas Gold Gauntlet of the Adidas. Um, ETG will probably be on the 3SSB again next summer. Um, so those are kind of the highest level. And, and then you just have more regional. Um, uh, and again, it kind of, you got kids from all over the spectrum from NAIA to um, Division One to kids just having some fun. Makes sense. We're speaking to Jacob Padilla of Hale Varsity. Jacob, how, how many kids would you say are not from the, the Omaha Metro or the Lincoln area that are on some of these higher level um, AAU teams? Uh, quite a bit. And honestly, like you look at the Nebraska Supreme team, they've got each of those three teams. They have a couple kids from Iowa. Um, there's one on the 17s and then a couple on the 16s and um, a couple on the 15s as well. So they kind of, you can draw from like bordering states as well. You've got, um, you got a lot of Metro and Lincoln kids, but then you've got a lot of kids from, from outside as well that do put in the, uh, the effort to make the trips to, um, to, to go around. Like I know the ETG 16s, um, they've got a lot of West side, WS, North, North, and then they've got a kid from central city who, who comes in and has been playing with that group for a long time. So it, it's pretty much a mix. Um, if kids are, willing to kind of travel and to go to tryouts and go to practice and all that, uh, they're good enough. They're going to make some of these top-level teams. and So you kind of you got to mix on a lot of teams. Like I know my, my team, I've got mostly um, Omaha kids. I've got one from Lincoln and then one from Fremont. So gotcha. it's uh, kind of a bit of a mix every team you look at. Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to roco slash regrow. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. On Deloitte's OnCloud podcast, my co-host Mike Cavus and I talk with innovation leaders to explore how they use cloud engineering for new possibilities for their organizations. Join myself, David Linthicum, by subscribing to OnCloud wherever you get your podcasts. We're speaking to Jacob Padilla of Hill Varsity. All right, so enough on, on the AAU. I wasn't even expecting to go there, but I'm, I'm glad we <laughs> did. So let's go ahead and talk Nebraska basketball here for a moment. Trey McGowan's officially decides to turn pro. That adds to the list of Trey, Lat, Bryce, Keon, Eduardo Andre, Trevor Lakes, and then a couple walk-ons and Jace Piakowski and Jackson Cronin to all leave the program this season. Is this kind of the, the wholesale change that Nebraska basketball, in addition, I guess, to Matt Onomasi and Doc Sadler's position being eliminated, 
Is this kind of the wholesale change that Nebraska may have needed heading into what year four now with Fred Hoiberg? Uh, yes and no. I mean, there's definitely been a shift with the guys they brought in versus the guys that went out in terms of, I think, balancing out the roster a little bit, mm-hmm. um, trying to get more defensive players, guys that are able to kind of hold their own defensively, um, get a little bit more toughness. Because I think we talked about it all season long. Last year's roster, while they might have had more top end talent with a guy like Bryce McGowan and with um, Alonzo Berg Jr., what he was capable of when he was playing well. Yep. But kind of the, the overall collection of talent didn't come together, just too much overlap and weaknesses and all that. I, I think you look at this team, the, the big question is, will they have enough top-end talent? Who's going to be the, the guy that can go get you a bucket? Um, we'll have to see how Sam Griesel translates to um, this level of the Summit League to the Big Ten is a big jump, but he, he's a good player as well. So we'll have to see kind of what his role looks like coming in in his one year as a Husker. Um, but you've got some shooting around him. You've got some athletes. Uh, you've got a couple of posts now with Derek Walker uh, and the progress he made last year, plus Blaze Keita coming in from junior college ranks. So it's a, it's a more well-rounded team, um, but we'll have to see kind of how well these guys are able to stack up and to what level they can produce uh, in the Big Ten because um, it, it is a tough league. That, uh, lost a lot of talent, and you can probably talk about that here with – the draft deadline passing uh, at midnight tonight, for the most part, everybody that entered is staying in it from the Big Ten. Uh, there are a few exceptions. so um, But the league's bringing in a lot of talent via the transfer portal and via the recruiting ranks as well. So it's going to be a, a tough league again, and we'll have to see kind of what progress Nebraska can make up with this different uh, approach to roster building. One of the top, big topics for discussion each year under Hoiberg has been Lack of carrying guys over and and camaraderie between rosters, right? So you mentioned the one of the post players, Derek Walker. How big is that decision now turning out to be with all these guys leaving the program? How big is it to have a guy like Derek Walker, who's not only seen time in the SEC, but us also now at Nebraska for a year and a half or so? I mean, how big is that decision in the captain deciding to come back? Yeah, and you you got the leadership on top of that. A good player who uh, is respected in the program uh, and has a loud voice and is willing to, to speak up. Um, and I think um, that that's big, again, as you go through this transition because they are bringing in a core that I think they want to build around, but there are a lot of young guys with Ramel Lloyd mm-hmm. Jr. Uh, and Jamarcus Lawrence and Denim Dawson, uh, these, these young guys coming in here um, to as the, the – this 2022 recruiting class um, that are hopefully going to be around for a few years. This is kind of the core that you're going to build around if they can um, kind of continue to progress here. And now you've got a guy like Walker, you've got Sam Griesel coming in as a great culture guy, a guy who's played a lot of basketball in college and Emmanuel Bandemel, who um, started a lot of games uh, at a good program in SMU. So you, you now have that kind of veteran leadership that, that experience. Uh, to to balance out so much youth elsewhere uh, in the, the rotation. Look at Lloyd and Lawrence and C.J. Wilcher, who's mm-hmm. heading into his third year of college, but um, probably his first real season as a, a featured player, big part of the rotation after kind of being that, that sixth man last year. You've got Wilhelm Breidenbach coming off the injury, a, a young player that they like, but um, again, just hasn't, hasn't played very much. So um, I, I think – 
bringing those guys in was really important for the the growth of the program because now you've got these guys who can set an example for these talented young guys to hopefully show them the way and uh, the right way to, to go about things. We're speaking to Jacob Padilla of Hale Varsity here. A couple more for you, Jacob, before we let you go. So you mentioned uh, Denim Dawson. That might so A lot of people may forget that he's been on campus for, for quite a while, just hasn't obviously played or seen time on the floor. So I guess we can we can incorporate him into this, this question as well. It might be a tough one to answer for you, so I apologize in advance. But out of the new guys that they have brought in, and Sam Griesel, Juwan Gary, Bandumel, and even Denim Dawson, or even the recruits. Who excites you the most? Uh, probably uh, Sam Griesel okay. in terms of, like, if they're going to be good this Instant year, production. Sam has to, he has to be the best player on the team, yep. I think. Um, and not necessarily a guy that's going to drop 20 a game, but a guy that can score double figures, can give you three, four, five assists, can rebound the ball, that's just going to go out there and produce every single night um, in, in multiple ways. If he's kind of that steadying force uh, in the backcourt with Derek Walker in the front court, mm-hmm. then you've got a chance to compete. Because, um, again, you look at this roster, who is that guy? Bryce McGowan's was kind of the, the go-to guy last year with uh, Alonzo Verge as the, the main ball handler. And both those guys are gone now. And none of the guys coming in have, been, have proven themselves to the level of whether Bryce as a five-star recruit or Verge, who has produced at a, um, at a high major program. Sam's coming in with good production, but again, it was at, in the Summit League. And Bandamel has been solid, but not anything super exciting yeah. uh, during his time at SMU. Um, DJ Wilcher, you liked what he did as a shooter last year, but he's not necessarily a guy that uh, is going to come out and be a 20-a-game scorer or whatever. Um, he, he's a good role player. So you, you need Sam to, to really be that guy that can kind of bridge the gap until we see what can Ramel Lloyd Jr. be? What can Jamarcus Lawrence be? What can Wilhelm Breinbach be uh, a year removed from the injury? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he's the guy that is most important to this season. To the future, uh, it's got to be Lloyd. Like He's the yeah. guy that was the, the highest-read recruit, 6'6", uh, kind of a combo guard that can play throughout the lineup. Um, if he turns out to be pretty good and can learn from a guy like Griesel, um, then you've got a chance to, to have a, a piece that you can build around for multiple years here. So I guess short-term, Sam Griesel, long-term is Lloyd would be my answer. Good stuff. Uh, Jacob, who's winning the finals? <laughs> uh, probably Golden State at this point. Just All right. hard to hard to bet against them. Thank you. Sounds good. Uh, that, that, I would have to agree. So oh, now you agree. I always have. I've thought about the Warriors. I just think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. Is it? Is it horrible of me, Jacob, to think – that maybe Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum might be a better duo for this season series, not not in history, but just this series. Uh, then who? It, then, then the other duo. The other you know duo. the other duo, Clay Thompson and Steph. Well, I mean, is Steph is Clay really part of that duo? You got Draymond over there as well. No, um, like that's that's the that's deal. A good it's point. not just a duo. You that's got those three that have been the core of this uh, this dynasty, and then yeah. you've got. Um, uh, uh, the Poole. young guys kind of coming up around him. Th- thank you, Jordan. Yeah. Um, but so it's, yeah, it's, I mean, that's a really good duo, but we've kind of seen those guys be up and down throughout the East. I think Boston, what they showed over the second half of the season, um, they, they were the best team in the league, certainly in the East, over the second half of the season. It's been a little up and down in the postseason, which is, I don't, I don't necessarily think they can reach that level four times yeah. in seven games, but. 
they can certainly get there two, three times, I think, against a team like Golden State and make this a great series. That's all I want. Yeah. We, yeah. we deserve exactly. a seven-game competitive series where all the games are down to the wire. I'd love a like Chicago-Boston uh, mm-hmm. series from years ago where you had like three overtime games, including a triple overtime game. Like, Let's just get as much basketball out of the series as we can because the playoffs have been garbage up to this point. Yeah, I'm sorry, Jacob. I, it's not going to happen. Golden State's winning in five. <laughs> I know, I know, yeah. you're, I, I know you're not a baseball guy. Do you watch playoff hockey at all? I do not. I oh, Jacob. don't have the bandwidth to really nah. invest in nah. in hockey at this point. I, I guess, I guess that makes sense. You are a, a busy, busy guy. All right, Jacob. Appreciate the time as always. It's good to talk to you after uh, a couple weeks off. We'll we'll talk to you down the road for sure. All right, sounds good. That is Jacob Padilla of Hale Varsity. Appreciate him as always. Really good stuff. All right, on, on AAU, that that AAU stuff is, is kind of interesting because it's really erupted over these last three, four, five years. And we talk about the exposure and, and the talent that's in Nebraska nowadays in the high school level. A lot of it starts on the AAU. And Jacob, like he's mentioned, he coaches a team. He's around it every single weekend. He, he posts a lot on Twitter about it. Super interesting stuff. So if you want any more AAU information, head to Jacob Padilla. Um, you can follow him on Twitter as well. All right, let's get to our final timeout. We'll wrap up Wednesday's show coming up next.